It's a super busy world in the JRPG world as Trails of Cold Steel 2 hits the streets. We've got news on a brand new Atelier game as well as a new Dragon Quest game. And oh, let's not forget our weekly tidbit of Final Fantasy VII Remake rumors and news. That's all coming up next on the JRPG Report Episode 62. Big hello to all you awesome JRPG fans out there, and a huge thank you for waiting a week for uh, the newest podcast, as last week I was at the beach on vacation, and uh, I was going to try to do a podcast down there, um, just using my phone and a, and a little lapel microphone that I had, and uh, two things, um, it really wasn't the quality that I was looking for. Um, I, I, I couldn't find a really good place to record that had good acoustics. Um, I'm used to using my Blue Yeti microphone and just couldn't really reproduce that. And two, even though it was vacation, I really didn't have time. <laughs> as odd as that may sound, uh, with the family and, and things going on down there, there just really wasn't a whole lot of time. There was a couple things I wanted to talk about, and we'll touch on those uh, here briefly. But just thanks for, for being patient and... Uh, Coming back this week, and we'll hit it full bore. Uh, first and foremost, uh, last night, I finally got to dive into Trails of Cold Steel 2. So if you guys are out there playing along as well, uh, big shout out to you. Um, hopefully you're not too much further than I am. I only got about, I don't know, about an hour to play and really get into it. Um, of course, you, even though it is a direct sequel literally taking place a month afterwards from the first one you still go back to level 40 and all your skills are gone and all your uh, hard-fought experience down the drain i think it's level 40 you, you go back to but uh um i didn't now i've got my clear save data of course from uh, my vita file but i kind of just wanted to start over and since i am live streaming the entire thing I didn't want to start off, you know, with this huge beefed up character that would plow through the game. That's just, that's not my fun, much fun to watch. So <laughs> funny quick story. I did start the live stream last night, but was so excited to, uh, to get into it that I forgot to stream the first little story part, but it was basically just retelling the first part of the first one. So nobody missed anything. And I think I got through the first tutorial battle before I realized I wasn't live streaming. And turned it on. I was also I was frustrated. You guys ever have this happen when um, your child or significant other or even yourself lose the remote to the television? Now this didn't used to be a problem back in the day because you know TV still had buttons on them, but uh, my TV doesn't have any buttons on it. So if you lose the remote, you are up the creek. Uh, I even tried to uh, download uh, a, a remote for. Uh, on my phone, which would be awesome. I probably need to do that. But then the TV is like, it needs me to verify, you know, via pressing a button on the remote, which I've lost. So, you know, hello television. I wouldn't need uh, this app if, if I still had the remote. Anyway, all that being said, let's get into um, the the reason why you came here. You didn't hear me to ramble on about random stuff. But we did have some quick uh, news. Let's, let's kind of go back to um, maybe you heard about this, maybe you didn't. This one 
we we had heard um, Square Enix came out and said, you know, there's a there's a new Dragon Quest uh, game coming out for smartphones, and um, we're gonna the announcement about the announcement. Well, we finally got what that was, and now keep in mind this is Japan only for the meantime, but it's called Dragon Quest Walk for iOS and Android devices. It'll come out uh, sometime this year in Japan. They're doing beta testing on it here in the next week. So obviously the the immediate comparison is going to be to Pokemon Go where you travel around, you know, you walk around in your town and you fight various fights and um this stuff. If you guys get a chance, check out the uh promotional commercial they put out for this thing. It is incredible. Like all the Dragon Quest enemies are kind of in, I guess, Tokyo, walking around with with citizens, and they're and they're interacting with them. And you know, some of them they're running away from and scared. Some of them they're just uh, playing with, and they're cute. And <laughs> it's uh, you see a bunch of uh, the skeletons on the subway running through and walking out. It looks so good. Um, and of course, that's just a commercial. But uh, they did tease just a little bit of gameplay, and it looks like. It's going to be a fairly cool little game. Um, and any reason to get out and get more active is, is a good thing. Um, there's been a lot of you know success stories with people playing Pokemon Go and, and leading more active lifestyles. That's not a bad thing at all for us gamers. But you know, if this one were to come stateside, I would be signing up for a beta test in a heartbeat. I think it's a really cool idea and we need more we need more things like that. But that's still kind of a long shot, I would say. But that was the news. You know, we're not getting another port, another bad port of an old Dragon Quest game, you know, onto your smartphone. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about that. But we'll, we'll cover this a little bit um, in more detail, I guess, once we get... Uh, I don't want to talk a ton about it since it's not coming west yet. But we'll talk about that a little bit more if, in fact... That does happen, but the juicy tidbit was also um, after the announcement that they were talking. Um, they were talking with uh, with Yuri Hori, the uh, creator, and he said, "Quote: While still not uh, it's been formally announced, he said, quote, by the way, about Dragon Quest Twelve, which I'm sure is on everyone's mind. Um, actually, they were talking to uh, you, Aiki." And uh, he said, uh, me and Yuri are currently making preparations on series development that will connect to 12. He said, I think it's still too early, but we'd like to announce it in some form. So please wait a little bit longer. I think this is exactly how you need to do announcements. Um, Be honest with your people. I mean, they're not even... I mean, obviously, Dragon Quest doesn't change that much from from title to title that, you know, it's going to rewrite the book next time. But it's in the early stages. Of course, we knew they would be working on it. It's been a while since Eleven got released, so not really news that they're working on it. But it's good to know. Uh, And we're still quite a ways away from it. And that's a good thing. Now, here's how not to do (laughs) a... uh, a game announcement in in my opinion. So just last week, right? We had Atale Luluna release PS4 Switch um literally just hit the shelves 
And so what the next day or something, we get an announcement from Gust about Atsle Ariza. I guess that's how you say it, R Y Z A. The next entry in the series. So most fans maybe just are peeling off the plastic from this game if they got it at all and they're already talking about the next game again not surprising that you're working on the next title that's how businesses operate but i just think it's a little odd that your fan base that just bought this game you're basically saying here's the next one um in, in little to no time it will launch this fall in japan so not a whole lot's known about it so far there was a teaser trailer and some character art and let me tell you this this game looks good like they have actually said that they're going to make some more lifelike improvements or um what's the word for it? lifelike anime whatever exactly that means and you really don't know until you see the images you're like oh Okay, it looks like there's some more exploration in actual fields. Um, the character models look good. The towns look really good. It doesn't have necessarily... It still has that look, but it looks good. They they, they look like they really tried to design a new one, so I will be interested to see a little bit more on this title as we get more information about literally, I mean, just just popping up on it. So if you guys want to check out that um i may try to post that trailer on the uh, facebook page by the way i'm going to try to do that a little bit more um i've been a little slack on on certain things so that is something i certainly like to do is make the facebook page a little more interactive and put some more content on it by the way that was called uh atelier riza the queen of eternal darkness and secret hideout i believe that will be starting a new sub series Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken um we had some uh yeez nine information come out there's a new uh commercial and uh, information all about the new characters um some of their supernatural actions this game was fleshing out to look uh look pretty cool um we did get some information that uh adel was his um his oldest that he's been in this series so we're seeing kind of a new new look to him there's a limited edition coming out in japan that looks pretty cool there's wanted posters for all the monstrum uh, we've got new characters doll raging bull and renegade and their respective um abilities all kind of fleshed out uh doll is a android is that right a doll-like monstrum um she has the ability to see invisible objects that humans are um unable to um, Raging Bull, as you would guess, is a tank-like strong character. She's a female, obviously, but has kind of some bull-looking uh, horns to it. She specializes in pure power and wields a large warhammer that she swings with vigor in battle. So she looks to be a pretty awesome uh, awesome character. And then you've got Renegade, who uh, is due to his strange, worn-out clothes, he got the nickname Renegade. So, very cool stuff. Um, still a ways off on that one coming out, but it was good to get some more information all about uh, information all about that. New news on Mary Skelter Two for the Switch. It will launch on August the twenty second 
in Japan, Compile Heart announced that. So probably looking for a um, maybe a spring or late winter release for that. Western publisher Ideal Factor International will be doing uh, bringing that one to the West. We had a um, trademark for a collection of mana go in Europe. Um, this one came out. Uh, they trademarked a collection of mana in Europe on May the 31st. So they did the same thing back uh, in February in Japan. So it certainly looks like we are going to be getting the uh, Zinga Denetsu collection for the first three games um, coming westward. This one came out in Japan. Of course, all three games came out in Japan on that collection back in June of 2017. So, um, quote, we've obviously heard a lot of demands and requests for the game to release in the West, and that's something we will do our best to hopefully achieve, but nothing at this is certain at this time. Well, it looks like things are starting to look a little more certain, and Western fans will finally be able to play uh, all three games in their uh, in their beauty. Uh, we got a announcement about the end announcement. I love these, right? <laughs> so Atlas will host a Catherine full body party following E3 in Los Angeles on July the 12th, where they will be making a surprise announcement about the game. So it's hard to imagine a surprise announcement about a game that already has been released many years ago, but that is uh, that is what they're going to do. <laughs> uh, we've got a new overview of the game that is a full-bodied remaster. Yeah, 2011 was when that first came out on the PS3. Um, they were saying it's bigger and better than before, improved visuals and gameplay, brand new music, enhanced multiplayer, and much more awaiting this enticing new package. Um, you're going from a love triangle now to a love square with the uh, new character Rin, of course. Puzzling puzzles if you desire, they say. Are you looking for a challenge? But then arrange mode adds complex linked blocks to once familiar levels, requiring new techniques and strategies to conquer them. Um, it's not cheating, they say. Just looking to enjoy the story. Well, safety mode will give players the option to activate autoplay at any point during a puzzle. Then you sit back and enjoy Vincent's tragic tale. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, this is a game that I own on PS3, but just never got a chance um, got a chance to play it, oddly enough. That seems like a weird thing to say, but I'm sure you guys also have <laughs> backlogs full of games that you never got around to play. And I, this, you know, Catherine is certainly not a game I'm going to buy when it releases, but in a year from now when it's on sale for 20 bucks or something, that seems like a pretty good time uh, to check it out. Um, coming out in just a few more days, we're going to get Dragon Star of Uh There is a new overview trailer. Uh, it's a five-minute trailer that really breaks down all the game's elements and stories, talking about um, witches and their need to drink like dragon blood in order to, to prevent them from turning into dragons. And now there's only 10 witches left in the world who are trying to somehow reverse this curse that they've got on them. And then the new character, Zephy, who was a knight trying to hunt them and the dragons down till he was mortally wounded. And now he has now been infected with 
this curse as well. Again, this one is coming out on June the 11th on PS4 North America and June 14th in Europe. That's an interesting mechanic there with uh, with the three levels of battle going on. Um, Idea Factory International will be putting this one out soon, and it's one I'm keeping on my radar again. Maybe not a game that I buy when it comes out, because I'll still be you know, full-blown in Cold Steel 2, but down the road, this could be something that... Uh, Maybe at a cheaper price point might be something I'll look into getting for sure. Uh, speaking of E3 announcements, we're going to, of course, know more about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. And my goodness, you guys, what a, kind of what I touched on before with all these rumors going around. Some of them have already been proven to be untrue. And that's why I don't report on rumors because most of the time they're not. Um, it does look like this is going to be a two-part release. Probably going to be full price. We still don't know anything more than that. We will know. I guarantee we will learn so much at E3. Uh, Square Enix Live E3 2019 will go on June the 10th at 6 o'clock. And you better believe, if not before then, <laughs> we will know so much concrete information about Final Fantasy VII Remake, that uh, we don't have to worry about rumors anymore. We will know so much, and we will talk about them on this very podcast. Also, um, I didn't really dive into it too much, but uh, Square Enix had some financial uh, report information out there, and uh, basically everybody was freaking out because they thought that uh, FF7 Remake was getting pushed back or or not uh, not coming out as soon as they thought it would because these numbers and what these numbers really would reveal and what we weren't accounting for was oh by the way remember they're doing that Avengers game um they announced it back in January 2017 being developed by Crystal Dynamics and Adios Montreal that game is going to be revealed worldwide at E3 at the before mentioned event June the 10th at 6 o'clock p.m., that's 9 o'clock Eastern for us of us on the right coast. So that's going to be big, and it'll be very interesting to see what direction they kind of took. Is this going to be more like, um, you know, uh, like the X-Men Legends game, or is this going to be just a pure action game? Will it have RPG elements to it? Is it going to be like the new game coming out for the Switch or or what? So I'm very interested to see how, how they approach this. I'd, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I'm excited to see. I'm hoping it has some RPG elements to it because obviously Avengers is a brand that uh, most of us can get behind and uh, be excited about it. So let's hope that it is something um, pretty cool. Uh, quickly, we did have a, if you're interested in it, the Nino Kuni movie. Well, it's coming out August the 23rd in Japan. Um, the, that's really all I can, all I can really tell you about it. Warner Brothers did announce. I'm assuming that we will get this westward at some point. Um, I'm not super... Uh, excited about this. I guess we'll just wait and see how it is. But it's kind of one of those deals like, 
you kind of burned me pretty good on. Now, if I'd have loved part two, like I like part one, then I'd be a little more, um, more interested in it. But we'll, we'll just wait and see on that one. Uh, we finally got a single screenshot of the upcoming Switch RPG Town. And that is it. Remember, this got announced back at uh, September of 2018. Um, Famitsu featured a image of uh, really all we can tell is the main character facing off against a giant bird-like uh, creature in the air. Um, it is supposed to come out uh, sometime this year. I'm guessing that we will see this at E3 as well. But it looks pretty good. Um you see the character on the left side and the enemy on the right in some turn-based battle with a uh, options wheel kind of around him a little bit like um, Trails, but um, a little more isometric looking. Or not us, but uh, the perspective is more behind the character. I'm, I'm liking the way it looks. The Switch could really use a title like this. And we will see. Actually, that's not a bird. That's He's got one leg on the ground and uh, one leg up, kind of like a stork. It's a very odd-looking monster. It's, it kind of defies explanation. It's one of those things you got to see to believe. There's wings on it, but it doesn't look like it's uh, going to fly too easily. But that's a game I'm certainly uh, looking forward to. Switch has got some really cool games, and this looks to be like it could be another one of them. Um story that came out last week we didn't get to talk about, but we are getting a high-definition remaster of Star Ocean First Departure. That was the very first one that came out way back in the day on the uh, Super Famicom. Um, now, this is a remake of the PSP remake <laughs> that came out in 2007. I'm very excited about this game. Um, never got to play it. Either version, back in the days, I only had a, a Vita. did not have um, the original PSP. This game looks cool. Um, hopefully it won't be like a full-priced game. I certainly can't imagine that it would be. You know, I, we just got part four not too long ago. Um, I'm guessing that they're looking at, at doing all of them eventually. And then see, gauge that interest, and then see what it would be like to go forward with. But no other announcement, uh, no price, um, no no restate. It did say that it would be have new features and will be available on the PS4 and the Switch. That again, that sounds like a perfect Switch title. Uh, some of the artwork did come out for the characters Roderick, Millie, and Dorn, and they look. Pretty awesome, if I do say so. Maybe it, it definitely reminds you of that uh, early PS1 and the PS2 era look on stuff. Very excited to see more of that game and get some more information, perhaps again at E3. Um, now, prior to E3 and lasting for 10 days, starting on June the 7th to June the 17th, PlayStation's Days of Play 2019 will kick off, and there are some killer deals to be had. I don't know any specifics about like JRPG titles, but you know we do play games other than those. Um, if you are a PlayStation 
player, this is the time to get uh, get some good stuff. They've got uh, new promotional systems out there. Um, but the thing that really uh, caught my attention, first off, uh, if you need a new DualShock, this is the best time to get it, without a doubt. In the U.S., they're going to be 40 bucks, including a special edition one as well, if you're looking looking to get that. Um, three games that they're looking at, at, this may not be right, but they have Days Gone on there down to 20 bucks. They got God of War on there for 20 bucks, and they got Spider-Man. For twenty dollars, I've not picked up Spider Man. You better believe I'm getting Spider Man during these ten days because twenty bucks is just uh, ridiculous. Uh, there's going to be PlayStation Hit games are going to be as cheap as ten dollars. Brand new games for ten bucks, yes please. Um, all there will be a lot more of it, but um, glad to wait until I think the sale goes live until we get a full list. Of those titles, uh, you can check out the uh, uh, as well as my PlayStation Store. There will be um, select retailers. I'm guessing GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart. They should all have that. Amazon. They should have that for you if you're looking to get into um, some great deals on some great games. That's all the news I really had uh, for this week. Um, again, I uh, hope you guys are playing along with me, Trials of Cold Steel 2. If you're not, you can check out my live stream every night. Uh, we usually go live around 10 o'clock, give or take, and usually wrap it up around 12 or so. So if you guys want to hop on there, you can always comment, and I'll try to comment back um, during a cutscene or, or something like that. I don't have the live chat going on. That's really not something I want to get into just yet, but... Uh, definitely get a chance to check that out. That would be awesome. Don't forget to give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there. Follow and join that awesome community. Had a really cool chat the other day with a new member, um, Jordan, and my old friend Jason. We were talking all about uh, Trails of Cold Steel, and uh, he was a new player to the series and wanted to know if he could jump in without playing like Trails of the Sky or anything. I was like... what I told him is what I've told you guys before. I jumped right in with Cold Steel. I didn't play the previous games. Um, I'm going to. I actually picked those up on Steam. So before I play Part 3, I'm going to try to play through the uh, Trails of Trails in the Sky uh, trilogy. But like I told him, if you're new to the series, feel free to jump in with Part 1 and 2 right now. You will not... You would gain some insight by playing those previous games, but by no means do you have to play them. Now, you had to play part one before you played part, part two. Don't don't mistake that. But it was cool having, uh, having that conversation. We also talked a little bit about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and uh, how I hadn't played part one but did love part two so much. And this is a public service announcement to Nintendo, if you are listening. Please remake Xenoblade Chronicles for the Switch in HD because I think that will sell very well. <laughs> I don't know why they've not done more. They've done some Wii titles. Obviously, we've got a few, but any title like that of quality needs to be on the Switch in HD. It makes no sense to me why they've not done that. It's some digital, at least it's digital only, right? 
But that's about all I have for you guys this week. Um, if you'll check out those things, don't forget you can uh, download the Anchor app and uh, support this podcast directly. That'd be awesome if you guys would do that. It'll help me bring this out every week with some new news and things to chat about. But we'll wrap it up for this week. Don't forget, turn back in next week. We'll have some exciting E3 news, I'm sure, to talk about and talk a little bit more about Trails of Cold Steel. And anything else you guys want to talk about, just leave me a comment on the Facebook page, and we will do that. But until next time, guys, get back out there and level up.